Everybody, welcome to Papa's Basement. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio, but I'm joined today by a very special man. Right. His name is Michael Johnson. Hi, John. It's a pleasure to be on Papa's Basement. It is actually the fulfillment of a lifelong dream of mine. Michael, uh, your energy gives me energy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm rippling right now. You're ripping one right now? I wish I were, actually. There's, you know, when it's you like at the like... gates, but it's not complying. Oh, are you talking about a BM? No, I'm talking pure gas. I thought you were talking about ripping a, a ganker. <laughs> Is that a thing? Ripping a ganker? A line. Oh. Uh, cocaina. Oh, I could go for a little of that right now. I'm in pain, you see, Michael. Right. I'm in pain. I had wisdom teeth removed over the weekend because I'm 14 years old. And uh, you received no laughing gas, just the Novocaine? Yeah, dude. I uh, So five years ago, I had the right side done because one, my, my wisdom teeth like actually came in. Unlike everyone else's who... Either they just didn't have wisdom teeth, like they'd evolved beyond it, or their shit was impacted or whatever. Mine more or less came in like normal fucking teeth. And I just fucked up cleaning them enough. And like one of them got like a giant, like like a, a cartoon cavity almost, where it was just a giant fucking black hole in the side of my tooth. Okay. And they were like, I was, I was really upset that I was going to lose this thing because I was like, kind of weirdly proud that no one else had their wisdom teeth and i did right and i love being an iconoclast right and awesome rastafarian and we believe you don't remove anything from the human body that's why bob marley didn't chop off that cancerous pinky toe of his and then he died i didn't know that that's Uh, how he died yeah yeah he uh he fucked up his toe playing soccer and they were like, oh, that's like real fucked up. Like, we should just cut it off, like, to prevent something bad from happening. And he was like, nope. Oh, it was an infection. I don't know how fucked up your toe has to be for the doctor to be like, in order to prevent cancer, we have to remove it. But apparently, that was the case. And he was like, nah, the hell with it. We don't believe in that. And however long later he died of like two massive fucking brain tumors it's the result of acral litigineous melanoma yes a gorgeous traditional black name well uh, during the flight oh wait now i now i have to now you're gonna read up on the death of bob marley well i think our uh Listeners might want to know. Okay, so he's diagnosed with a malignant melanoma under a toenail. Okay. Ooh. Contrary to urban legend, which (laughs) which I just quoted, this lesion was not primarily caused by an injury during a football match. (laughs) Did you hear about Marilyn Manson's ribs? (laughs) Huh? Did you hear about Marilyn Manson's ribs? What, he injured it? <laughs> he got him pulled out basketball? so he could suck his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was instead a symptom of already existing cancer. Okay. So that's Mar- fun. Imagine, like, going to the podiatrist thinking, like, oh, they're going to give me some pills for my toenail fungus. But don't worry, hon. We'll be getting those foot jobs going again. And they're like, no, nah, you got, uh, that's, uh, that's cancer. 
Yeah, well, Marley rejected his doctor's advice to have his toe amputated, which would have hindered his performing career. Again, as a foot jobist. <laughs> citing his religious beliefs, and instead the nail and the nail bed were removed, and a skin graft was taken from his thigh to cover the area, despite his illness. So I just want to, like, instead of having your toenail, you now just have a chunk of thigh skin. Like, I don't get how that works, where they just like, it looks great. No one can tell. Right. Uh, yeah. Do you have to, I mean, that what kind of like scarring on your thigh do you probably receive from that? Like probably a toenail shaped scar. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess they don't like fillet you. <laughs> no. Not we, so what'd you do to my thigh? Oh, we may have taken too much skin. <laughs> You're picturing like some Ed Gein stuff. Right. Uh, look, I have a, we did uh, your toe and we made a skin mask. Uh, this surgeon that performed the operation, when I said he was the best, I should have said he was the most enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> He's really into typo negative and uh, right. just some goth shit. But uh, if you'd like the rest of your skin, we did make some shirts with it. So. Yeah. Uh, well, so you had the teeth removed. Yeah, so five years ago, I was like, fuck it. I don't want to do all four at once because they were like, look, if we just do the two, you can kind of chew on the other side. It's not a big deal. And also, I was... For for a brief time, right? They weren't talking about forever. Not forever, no. But like for the two weeks My ears would have perked up there. Like, you can always chew on the other side of your mouth. Wait a sec. How long (laughs) is... What what kind of surgery is this? We're just removing part of your jaw. Yeah. um, We're... Giving you a bisected jaw, um, your mouth will kind of open like a like a piranha plant. Right, my from mouth, Mario Brothers. From now my on. mouth is bisect. Is that why you hold the microphone like that? I do. <laughs> Just calmly I stroking do. up and down. I hold it like uh, you know, like in a porn. I for those of you who aren't watching us at home and we don't have any cameras just pulled the shaft out and she's just kind of like looking at it Mike uh, rests the microphone against his tonsils yeah I guess you could say that (laughs) or on my my fingers (laughs) I swear Michael (laughs) 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 yeah so being the cheap piece of shit that I was and am, right. but especially was, I both for uh, forgoed. Is that how for went? For went? Yes. <laughs> for goaded the laughing gas to just have like a local thing done, and then yeah, I had two of the four yanked out. The two, uh, yeah, and. They were like, well, eventually you should get the others done. And I was like, but they're in decent shape, right? And they're like, yeah, and you can kind of just have this weird lopsided amount of teeth going forward. Mm-hmm. But eventually they'll probably start to rot. And that stuck in the back of my head for like years and years, I guess literally. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I have been a little more proactive lately. So like a month ago, I booked to get these things yanked and then... Fucking Friday rolled around. It was time to pay the piper. I was like, oh, God, am I really doing this with my weekend? I, I guess so. And, God, it was so much worse than I remember. Did your mom make some, like, chicken soup? No. I, she just bought me a bunch of 
puddings like I was Billy Madison. <laughs> Did she say that she wanted to be your snack pack? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to shave my armpits. <laughs> well, and now you're still in pain? Days yeah, later. dude. I I was a little too... I think the first time I did this, I was pretty respectful of the whole, like, look, fucking for two, three days, just live on, like, pudding and ice cream and take dumps that smell like baby shit because you're living on milk. And, (laughs) oh, God, the dumps I'm taking right now, it's horrific, dude. Like, it just doesn't stop. Like, every time I go to wipe afterward, it's just like I didn't wipe to begin with. And I'm like, how do parents handle this? I hope our listeners aren't listening to this while they're you know making love yeah as they all do exactly it's a quiet storm podcast and i just it's horrible like i've been living on these soft foods and i this time around like after maybe a day and a half was so i had this done friday afternoon sunday i had a barbecue to attend and i was like it's one burger and one hot dog and pasta salad with corn bits in it and oh they have a they have a candy drawer at this house a couple crunch bars couldn't kill me long story short some shit definitely wedged in that fucking lower cavity so are you gonna have to go back no but they gave me a bunch of percocets and nice. an antibiotic how are the Percocets? What's that? How are the Percocets? They're good. I've been digging it. Do you have any now? You should pop one. I don't have them on me now, no. No. I've been... I'm one of those guys, my frugality even extends to my drug use. So anytime I'm offered a pain pill prescription, I'll take it up. And then I usually just sit on the stuff like and do Tylenol and, you know... What are you saving Advil them for? Stuff. Like, some mythical future... Well... There was a time when a friend of mine dated uh, an opiate addict and he wanted to impress her. So he bought all of my pain pills for several hundred dollars. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you're waiting for that guy to show up in your life? Kind of, yeah. Uh, he's married another woman since, but maybe he'll go back to the pill head. I traded my pain medicine that I received from the dentist one time for uh, mushrooms. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's that a was, great trade. That was one of the best all-time trades yeah. I ever made. And then I went to see Jerry Cantrell and Metallica Metallica at uh, Jerry fucking Cantrell. I think it was Merriweather. He sang some old Alice in Chains songs. Oh, my God. Would I like Jerry Cantrell and Metallica as a shrooms show? Probably. Yeah, I had a. Awesome Probably. Time. My only complaint was, uh, and this is what I love about shrooms, though, too. Or did love. Yeah. Uh, You're now that, sober. Bless, bless. Yes. Almost four years. Nice. Uh, is that um, it was such a great, I think that what I actually got were mostly, it was like a, a lot of spores. But um, it How was like you a. could tell it was spore heavy? Was it just a bag of powder? It was actually part of it. Uh, the girl that traded me gave part of it to me in a pill bottle i feel like everyone right now should 
gauge the relative attractiveness of a woman that swapped Michael Johnson's spores yeah. for pills. Dude, when she offered me the trade, yeah, I it, it was like one of those deals where it's like, yes, done. Now let's do this. Like I had no, I I had never as as many drugs that I have done in my life. Yeah, I never really gave a shit about painkiller or any kind of medicine like i've that. never understood the opiate thing myself yeah i just was like yes yes i want mushrooms <laughs> yeah mushrooms make life so much better like you feel yeah. a better version of yourself well, but also fucked up well the thing was is like it was so intense but you know versus i would say that i ate the equivalent of probably like an eighth that's a good fat dose but it wasn't that long like I really uh, yeah but the come down was so easy I'm just like ah, I'm coming down was yeah. it like during Metallica second on it was actually it was um like oh man I understand man here I know I th- th- here's the the other dumb part uh is or one of the dumb parts is that uh I ate them on the way down so I started like tripping like in the car driving to Merriweather or where mm-hmm. or if it was Nissan Pavilion at the time. I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, what, what, what interfered with your memory? What, what yeah. Did... Um, but I, I, I was probably mostly sober by the time Metallica had started their set. Ooh, bad timing. But oh, I still enjoyed the show. Of course you did. It's Metallica. I don't know. Were I was you... like, give me one of those $10 beers. Yeah. Was this was Metallica like a boyhood band of yours? Were you obsessed? Or were you just a fan? I was a fan. You're a I fan mean, player. I was not Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets Metallica fan. Okay. I was uh, Black Album on. Gotcha. This was their, I think this was their. The technical term we have for you tour. is queer. Right. Go on. Yeah. Queer poser. Yeah. Poser. A quoser. A poser F. Yes. <laughs> um But yeah, that was a good that was a good show. Sounds it. I mean, by that time I was probably not really checking out was, a ton of live stuff. But Yeah. This uh, this was mid to late nineties. No, late. Jerry I don't think Jerry this was ninety seven ish. No. No, eh, this had to be like one ish or something. What's that? This I think is more like one ish or something like that. You think so? I mean, you're talking a time period where I know the metal like pretty fucking well. You're so Cantrell didn't. I mean, uh, late 1998. Was it really? Metallica's, yeah. Uh, okay, so I guess Lane Staley because it's funny you mentioned this. My very first concert ever was Metallica at Meriwether oh. Post Pavilion 94 yeah. and Allison Chains was supposed to open but this was when Lane Staley was first getting so fucked up on heroin that he couldn't perform right and so instead we got suicidal tendencies I don't know I'm sorry I think we got Candlebox <laughs> fucking Candlebox like that's a downgrade suicidal tendencies candle I love it I like Candlebox I mean Candlebox had like to cover me, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot the other band in this uh, tour was Days of the New. Oh, touch piercing, confidence, big down, break down. That was a sound in the nineties. Is uh, <laughs> best left in the nineties. It yeah. was, or was the other one? Uh, 
Too rich or too right, too wrong. <laughs> Cumbersome. Cumbersome. <laughs> See, Babadook, Babadook, <laughs> Marmaduke. Cumbersome. Are you saying come a sum? You know, seven Mary three, come oh, yeah. a sum. Two black and two white and two right, two wrong and two right. Dance night. Oh, God. These, you know, all these fucking assholes thought they were like the next Jim Morrison. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I hope you are in the sense you die in a Paris bathtub, but. <laughs> it was like a combination of Pearl Jam and uh, Lane Staley. Yeah. Just everyone had to be like fucking out profounding each other. Yeah. And they all ended up pretty much sounding. And then, of course, the game was won by Len. Because they stole our sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that song come on the other day. It's that, so great. That song and... Uh, I mean, it's horrible, but... I Just Want to Fly by Sugar Ray. Oh, see Did that. you ever listen to Sugar Ray's uh, Lemonade and Brownies? I have heard that that was like a fucking hardcore album. That was awesome. Now, I did go back and listen to it recently, and it was like... Oh, uh, Lemonade and Brownies. I got it now. Come on. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> Just a piss and shit joke, I guess. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but it was uh, it was leaps and bounds better, and such a distinct uh, uh, style that I guess they pivoted from uh, in there. I just wanna fly. Yeah, I can safely say I've never heard that album, any other stuff. But I believe Fly was like a throwaway on the album, kind of like an attempt to be like, eh, let's just move this. The no. same, wasn't Chumba Wumba's tub thumping the same thing? Like, they were like these been. hardcore anarchists. Well, I had And then heard... they released tub thumping. And... <laughs> yeah, and uh, the guy, they, they had them on MTV, and the guy wrote a, wore a shirt that said, the lead singer, the, the shirt said, One Hit Wonder. Uh, I, I didn't know about that. I do know, I am pretty sure... And I think I heard this on Casey Kasem. Um, the guys that sang Baby You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Okay, yeah. That, BTO. That the guy that sang that was not actually uh, the uh, lead singer. Might have been the drummer or something. Okay. Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, BTO. Oh yeah, that's what you were saying. And uh <laughs> no, I was just having a stroke over here. But the but the um the actual track that they used was by I, not the guy that usually sings, but by somebody else that when he got excited he would start to stutter. Baby. And they and they <laughs> lead singer Sean Westwell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you're listening, Sean. Yeah. Um We love you. One sec. Uh, they winded up, but actually the guy that, so they, they <laughs> I sent, wonder if he ate pussy like that. They sent, the it, they sent it to it. the record company like a joke and they ended up liking that instead. Of course, because it's like the little fucking twist that makes things stand out. Like a porn star with a silly little hat, like Adebisi. You're like, what's her story? Oh, wait. Or maybe it was, he, uh. I wish people could watch this now. It was performed as a joke for okay. his brother, Gary, who had a stutter. 
and they only intended to record it once with the stutter and sending only the recording to Gary. So it was the lead singer that's, uh, that wrote it, but he this was is a like joke s- for his brother, yeah. and then it ended up being... Their biggest thing, yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I like the energy there. Huh. Uh, yeah, so... I got to the bottom of that. I had, I had always thought that they... One of the guys... The way I remember hearing the story on Casey Kasem's Top 40 or whatever... Have you... That they uh, they got somebody that they knew stuttered to sing it as a joke. I don't know. I'm, and I'm, years later, Stern took it with Stuttering John, <laughs> right? And made a career of it. Have you you've heard the the famous Casey Kasem flip out clip, right? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> if you're good and make me come out of a goddamn up tempo number, have you ever heard ponderous the, man? Fucking the ponderous. Earl Weaver. What's that? The Earl Weaver. No. I played this for my brother. Can it, will will it play over? I mean, if you just like play it on speaker, it'll pick up. Sure. Um, one sec. So, Earl Weaver. I thought this was like Earl Weaver was for people that are listening. Was a uh, was the manager of the Baltimore Orioles. From in the seventies into the eighties, he won one World Series, but he had like a really fiery temper. He'd smoke in the dugout. He'd fucking smoke on the field. But uh, he got in the broadcast booth for a little bit. And you, you mean hashish? Huh? You mean hashish, not tobacco? <laughs> yeah, he probably could use some hashish. But they recorded this once for as a joke. Uh, him and the uh, the lead broadcaster. This, would this play? Hi, everybody. This is Earl Weaver with Manager's Corner. Today, I have Tom Moore, Oreo broadcaster, back on the show. And I under- understand Tom's been getting some mail uh, with questions that supposedly I can answer. Now, what the fuck are some of these goddamn questions, Tom? Well, first of all, Earl, George Moore from Baltimore is asking how much we feel the loss of uh, Don Stanhouse. Well, Don Stanhouse was an asshole. He had us in trouble, had the fucking bases loaded. God damn it, almost every fucking time he went out there, he liked to ruin my health smoking cigarettes, and thank God we got Timmy Stoddard coming in out the bullpen. All right, I guess we could, I just got questions. So what is the context of this again? Oh, wait. Let's get to something else. Alice Sweet from Norfolk wants to know the best time to put in a tomato plant. Alice, we ought to be worried about where the fuck her next lay is coming from rather than where her next goddamn tomato plant's coming from. If she'd get her ass out to fucking bars at night and go hustling around the goddamn street, she might get a prick stuck in her once in a while. I don't understand where these questions are coming from, Tom. That's about it from Manager's Corner. Go fuck yourself and the fuck with your show coming up next on the Baltimore Oreo Baseball Fucking Network. There you go. Uh, that was recorded as a joke. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, and for the longest time, I thought I thought it was real. Oh, <laughs> you thought it was some sort of leak, huh? With him just dropping up. Well, I he was so unpredictable that uh, I had, many people like around the internet until uh, an article was written in the ba- Baltimore Sun where it was like, "What was this? What's what's this uh, tape of? It's Earl Weaver and." the old broadcaster for the Baltimore Orioles doing an interview. Like, did they actually play this on air? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I don't know if you could hear yeah, it because the FCC didn't exist back then. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, it ended up being like uh, them fooling around, and they sent it to the uh, the on air producer as a joke, mm-hmm. and it ended up circulating and surviving in, into the age of the internet. Oh god! But you can cut this from the show if you need to. If we can, <laughs> you know what the the entire show so far has just been me dragging ass because I have a, a gaping infected wound in my mouth. So oh. I apologize. No worries. Yeah, man. No. Um, what, what's been going on with you? How's life? What's, well, yeah, um, tell me. life has been fucking awesome, John. It's good. Yeah. I've, I've gotten a few different self-help books uh, that have turned my Any life bangers? around. Huh? Any bangers? Any recommended titles? Uh, well, the, yeah, the one is bangers. Uh, gotcha. The book for banging. <laughs> um, no. Uh, what has... I did a show on Saturday... It was a fun little improv show. Oh, that's show. right. You you had a, an improv show at an awesome theater that I've been to before. You took me there one time. Kind of yeah. like in the the nascency of our friendship. I yeah, feel. I think you came it was, out. It was Did you early come out by on. yourself? No, you picked me up. Oh, or okay. I drove in with you, and then you were just like, hey, watch me crush. Oh, yeah. It was a bit of a flex. No, was it? Um, a little bit. It'd be like if we uh, if I had like a huge schlong. Uh, and we worked out together, and you were like, oh, let's go home. I'm like, no, buddy, let's go shower. Well, I got a shower at home. No, nah, the showers here are special. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, yeah, now, now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun. Um, you know, just to get back up on stage. Uh, I did a uh, an open mic, improvised open mic, which I think I talked to you a little <laughs> yeah. bit about. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to be there too, but this was uh, part of the week of my car falling apart. So, if I recall, I couldn't drive down to that open right. mic because my trunk latch had failed. That was fun, just like going down, doing an open mic again. It's not my stand up; has not never been my uh, sweet spot. <laughs> and um, but it was improvised stand up. Yeah, and. Uh, I had to, like I just Toastmasters to, almost. Yeah, I wanted to get back up and just like, just feel. I just wanted to get up and just stretch myself and gape yourself. Feel, yeah, feel that. Uh, just feel that exhilaration of being on stage by yourself and understanding that when I got down there, I could tell that it was a lot of new comics, and I was like, I didn't want to make an ass of myself. That's the one thing, like, doing stand-up, too, is, like, even if, uh, like, you get into a a circle of comics that just you don't know and they don't know you, especially your first few times back doing it, you just don't want to, like, suck. Of course not. You don't want to be the fucking fresh meat. It's prison rules. But, like, there's, there's, um, there's bombing and being fun and having fun or, like, at least... At least maybe does it involve you either way compulsively stroking your <laughs> greasy hair as you are right now? What? <laughs> you need to about. fucking stop this! It's goddamn hypnotizing me. Uh, all right, it's like you're you're twirling a spiral umbrella in my face and telling me I'm Let getting me get sleepy. You on, back on Adderall. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, I'm not in recovery. You can give me whatever the fuck you want. Um, it's a good time. No, it was uh, it was fun. Well, good. I'm happy. I I heard the yeah. show was 
kind of a bust overall, but glad you had a good time. I mean, it was an improvised open mic. I don't know what Gagliardi was like shitting on the show too much. Like, it wasn't like a great show, but mm-hmm. as far as like people getting up and improvising and doing the best they can, uh, just having to improvise a set. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's not going to be fucking neat and tidy and perfect. You sound like a woman describing her vagina after childbirth. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Look, it's here. You mean uh, a, a, like a woman that's had a lot of children talking to a woman about to have a child? I and, guess so, yeah. Like, like, like I, look. I have a a very nicely shaped vagina. And they're like, look, it's not after this. It's going to be a few different shapes and sizes different. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with the concept of like a beloved catcher's mitt? Right. Yeah. Well, good man. I'm glad you did that. I, uh, yeah, I, I got a, I got my first speeding ticket in like 13 years today. <laughs> That's yeah, still 14 miles an hour over the speed limit. Something like that. Yeah, 62 and a 45. Mm-hmm. 17, I guess. I think since I've moved to Virginia, I know at least for a while there, probably like six or seven years, I felt like I was getting one or two a year. Oh yeah. Dude, that's why I'm kind of shocked. I this is my first straight up speeder since I got a reckless back in like oh seven oh eight. Damn. Yeah. Did right. you have to do any time? Had to blow the judge. Okay. And then I had to blow the bailiff. Then I had to blow myself because they wanted me to know it was worth it. Michael's just <laughs> nodding. He's like, hang yourself with this horrible premise. <laughs> Get done. Keep going. Uh, yeah, I had to cough up for a lawyer, and I went to traffic school and all that shit. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it's yeah, they funny. don't fool around with the reckless driving down here. I heard you could really get fucked. So I spent like a grand on a lawyer, and he recommended driving school. And then I showed up like the day of court. He's like, Oh, did you do the driving school? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he's like, what? And I was like, you fucking told me to do it. Am I not supposed to? He's like, no, you would just be shocked how few people actually do that. And I'm like, good Lord. Like you were a grand. The driving school is like a hundred. I'll tell you which one I'd rather do. Right. So it got bumped down to just like improper driving. So it was like an incredibly light ticket, although I did pay like an extra 300. So all things considered, it was like 1400 out of my fucking. The only thing that made me happy was the piece of shit cop that gave me the ticket. The reckless, like apparently was mangled in a car accident pursuing a suspect. So they, the lawyer is like, oh, man, he looked real fucked up. Like his arm was in a sling and he was all bruised up. And I was like, go on. Was it was the guy a dick when he pulled you over? Oh, total dick! Yeah, big old was like a state trooper. He was a statey, and he had like a big old like fucking forearm tattoo. And I just remember as I was getting the ticket, I was like, "You trashy piece of shit!" Like, really, they can't force you to wear a long sleeve if you're going to support that ink. I'm like weirdly conservative when it comes to tattoos. Oh, the guy I got a, a George Mason cop university cop Mm -hmm. pulled me over one time i may have even told this story but uh he had one of the it looked like he had done it in in prison with like a pen cap it was the days of the new tattoo (laughs) yeah it was uh it was just the words hom or som it was like like a mermaid (laughs) you know 
that that looked was he a fucking looked, old sailor? Looked like someone had done it with like uh, one of those uh, <laughs> a cassette like with they, ballpoint they penning, took, like what you would engrave wood with, yeah. a hot pen. <laughs> a hot pen. Yeah. But they're like, no, 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 no. Let's let's uh, mix in some of this blue big pen. Yeah. I mean, it looked really bad. I got some Crisco and some ash. Let's do this. And uh, he pulled me over for having two headphones in, going seven miles an hour. And I came to uh, a stoplight, and uh, he was also <laughs> not a stoplight, a stop sign. I just picture you with your disc man blasting "Steal My Sunshine." I mean, this was to 2016. Okay, so it was you know like the old, you know the white earbuds. Yeah, he's like, you can have one. Can't have too many. Oh, I got pulled over by a cop that straight up lied to me because I knew the law. Yeah. Because a cop had told me the week before, like he pulled up alongside me. He's like, fucking don't have your headphones in. I was like, all right, dude. So I was driving with one in and a cop went to my right side, the one that had that in and then pulled me over. And I was like, why are you pulling me over? I just got told by another cop the law. I didn't have the other one in. And he's like, no, you had both in. I was like, oh, okay, well. Really? Yeah, I guess I'm not going to win this one in court, so. No, you had both. Yeah. You know what, though? Like, uh, since uh, this past year and a half or so of awful police PR, yeah, um, I would got my first warning uh, a couple months oh, ago. I've got a lot of them. Really? Oh, God, yeah. And the, uh, the, the only other time I got a warning was because... I, the guy pulled me over one time for, I think it was ta- like a taillight out. Um, he got another call. Okay. But, uh, and then the other time was recently where, I forget what main road I was on, but the light was taken forever. So much I thought it was broken. And I lo- there was no one around. Yeah. Except when I busted a left through the red light. Yeah. It was, there was a cop. I don't know. Uh, I think he had his car parked in a tree somewhere. I hate that shit. <laughs> God, I hate that it shit. It came out of nowhere. I pulled I pulled over right away. And I honestly was like not having a good morning. And he uh, asked for my registration. And, and I'm, I'm getting the registration out. And the whole time I'm thinking about like, because I was going to visit a client. All the other shit that had gone wrong that morning. And I, I got the registration and I just stared at it. And he goes, uh, are you okay? And I was like, I was like, and I just said, and it was, I think maybe because it was honest, I was like, I can't believe the morning I'm having. Yeah. And uh, he came back and he gave me like some cards that this is a warning. Oh, yeah. No, and this was yeah. for blatantly busting through a red light to turn left. I, and I ended up sending him a thank you card. Oh yeah, no, dude, I that's awesome. I fucking this this lady. Um, I knew I was just dead in the water the instant she Today? pulled me. Yeah, I just knew I was fucked. Like it was just black chick cop, and she kind of had like the countenance of like any other county employee. Like I'm just trying to get this done as fast as possible. I'm like, there is no way I'm charming this lady. I'm just fucked. So I just handed her my shit. And within like five minutes, I had a nice ticket. I'm like, cool. Great. Yeah. And the worst part was I was just driving to do like some other job. Like, and it's so annoying for me 
because I make my own hours. So I think of like, had I just done this job before? Like I, I was on site. This job was down in uh fucking Bailey's crossroads area. And I went there this morning and got a lockout call. Like right as I get to this job site, someone calls me from like back where I live and is like, I'm locked out. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm greedy. So I'll drive back and open your door and then handle this shit later. And then I did my Bailey's Crossroad job and another guy calls me. He's like, my lock is fucked up. And I'm like, all right, fuck, I'll throw you onto the day right now. You know, I'm not going to come back and get you later. You're not too far away. And you go through all the mental permutations of like, oh, Jesus, had I just done this differently and that differently? And it, it's just annoying. It was one of those fucking roads that's like a giant highway. And I got somehow flukishly it was a 45 if you're like three four lane road fuck you you don't get to be 45 miles an hour right i'm sorry that's horse shit we all know it's entrapment and this lady was just on me immediately man and like i'm such an innocent like i've become so much better about speeding that when i first saw her in my rear view i was like Oh, she must be like driving very quickly to get to a real criminal. So I like go over to the right lane like, okay, police person, go through. Have fun. Be safe. And she just gets right behind me again. I'm like, fuck. Turns on her lights. I was. Yeah. And that was it. I pull over and God damn, she was quick about it. Just no mirth to her. No play. Matter of fact. Just so. Yeah. Like. Fuck you. Let's get this done so I can fuck the next person in the ass 10 minutes later. It just... And I literally, like, just turned on that road. I think that's what sets me off the most. It's not like I've been flying down the highway, jamming out, right? lost it. Like, I had gone right, made a right turn onto Arlington Boulevard, and it was, like, within 20 seconds she was pulling me. And I was like... How the fuck did I even have time to hit 62? Like, it's the first time I've been pulled speeding. I'm like, is this fucking bitch, like, yanking my chain? She said that she got you on radar. Yeah. She's like, it's 62. I'm like, did I even have time to accelerate to that? Like, Hmm. it's one thing if I'm just, like, cruising late at night. So you don't think you were going... I'm like, look, man, I don't think it's part of some, like, vast conspiracy to fuck me on one. But, like... If you were to challenge it, you could always... uh, What is it? I could be like, look, subpoena, she didn't seem very happy and nice about it. on her radar. I when I was younger, I used to explore all the ways you could try to shit weasel out of a ticket. You know, usually I've heard you could be like, uh, my speedometer isn't accurate, but typically it actually goes the other way. So like, what you think is five miles an hour is actually like three miles an hour or something. So huh. you were speeding that much more, not that much less. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've learned all the the different tricks you can try to pull. Um, You know, you can try to go to court and see if they don't show up that day. Oh, yeah. All that shit. I'll be honest, man. If it's like. You should have just said, I will not take the breathalyzer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't suck your cock, madam. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So if it's like under two hundo, I might just suck it up and be like, here's your fucking money. Enjoy. Screw you. Like. I'm 40. I don't want to have to drive to Arlington at night in the morning. Right. You know, like, honestly. Or just push it back. Keep pushing it back. Maybe I'll do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Let inflation chop off a couple dollars. Right. 
I think that's the most annoying aspect of it, though. There's not even a price on the ticket, like uh, a cost, a fee. Like they Is there like some sort of grid? No, there's like out? a goddamn like 38 character URL I have to type in. Hmm. And then it's like you have to type in all this information from the ticket. So when I got pulled over, I was just like, can you like tell me what abouts I'm going to owe? And she's like, you need to just check the URL. I'm like, lady, you fucking hand these out for a living. Right. Can you can you work with me here? Like you just fucked me in the ass. Could you put a breath mint on my crushed rectum at the end of it? Just a little something <laughs> to acknowledge our shared humanity. You fucking shark. But no, you have to get all cold about it. It's like really, come on. It'd be like me, you know. It happens all the time when someone's like, "I'm locked out. How much is it?" I'm like, "Well, where do you live?" Uh, well, how much is it going to be? Eventually, I have to be like, it'll probably be like 120 bucks. Okay, that's right. what you wanted. That That's it. Like, there are variances. There are permutations and fucking factors that would alter this. But roughly, you're paying that. Are you happy there? Right. Like, do I really have to beg this lady for her to be like, cool. It's usually like I hand out fucking a million of these between 16 and 19 miles an hour over tickets. It's going to be like. 300 you know like is that so fucking hard to give me that was the part that fucking worked me up about it that is the part that chapped my ass so then i pull into my customer's house and like i'm sitting there in his driveway for like 10 minutes both on the phone with insurance because i'm a cheap piece of shit and they do my auto and i'm like typing in this gigantic almost comically long url before it's like now put in this information Put in the officer's zodiac sign. You know, what was the color of your last stool before you got pulled over? And meanwhile, insurance. Again, where it's just a simple, can you work with me? I'm like, so I just got a speeding ticket. Like, will this have an impact on my shit? They're like, maybe. I'm like, not a yes or a no. They're like, possibly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like why is, why Nobody is can give me a nothing? Answer. Yeah. Just... Look, I got fucked because, let's be real, I wasn't doing anything unsafe. I think that's the other thing that cheeses me the fuck off. Like, you want to pull me over late at night to roll the dice that you get me with some vodka on my breath? Sure, fucking do it. I get it. You're pulling me over at 4.30 in the afternoon for keeping pace with traffic. Fuck you! Fuck you! For going a little over for like probably 10 seconds or something to pass some asshole. You know what I mean? Mm. Just a complete money grab. Fuck you. Fuck you, lady. And fuck the, the I was going to say the pigs. But yeah, fuck the cops. You know what? I'm not like a whole like disband the whole cops. What, what is the term? What do we defund, defund the, police. the police? But like I'm a cunt hair above it. You're actually I'm pretty much about like, to refund the police. I'm more <laughs> like fire them because they're usually assholes, the police. Right. Like as a, an entire career, as a job, I believe they should exist in some way, shape, or form. But most of them are usually fucking assholes. So fuck them on that one. That's how I feel about the cops. I get you. I feel you. And she she had the whole like little like jet black American flag kind of thing on her ta- patch on her tactical vest 
that you hmm. see like the Trump guys, I guess, have on their tactical vests. Uh, I haven't and seen I was that. like, whose fucking side are you on, lady? Jet black? Yeah, like the black silhouette American flag because like the American, you know, the red, white, and blue isn't like badass enough. So now we have to have like a black silhouette of the American uh, flag. I, didn't see, I haven't seen that. You haven't seen that shit around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the, the fucking red, white, and blue is a little too fruity. So we have to bleed it into like some kind of evil heavy metal-esque version of the american flag because patriotism still has to be cool so we'll make it all black it does need to be rebranded i just patriotism could suck my cock like these people bitch about entitlement it's like okay you know the most entitled thing on earth the fucking country you were born into the fuck did you earn to do a goddamn thing to be born in America? Nothing. You're, it's just the cunt you flopped out of happened to be based in America. Congrats, asshole. I never got anyone that took, like, huge pride in this. Like, if you later served or some shit and you genuinely became, I don't know, like a history buff of the country, all right, maybe you can fucking love America. But if you just, like, flopped out of some vagina in Appalachia and you're like, this place is the best, where the fuck else you been? You know, honest to God. Like, if you've had sex with one woman, and you're like, oh, God, Heather's the best lamb. Fuck you. You've only <laughs> fucked Heather. You don't talk to me about puss. You don't know shit about it. You're practically a virgin. For Heather, I stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All these people jerking their dicks about America being better than anything else. Where the fuck else you been? Have you even left your state, you motherfucker? Like, honest to God, man. If you told me you'd done Eastern Europe, you'd done a little time in Asia, maybe you puttered around Africa. Now, what what about if someone has never been anywhere and they constantly shit on America? I love that. Really? Yeah, that's great. Because self-loathing is beautiful. Hmm. To know enough to hate yourself is a wonderful thing, Michael. Hmm. Uh, Like, to know nothing and to love yourself is ignorance. But to know enough to hate yourself is the beginning of wisdom what if you're from appalachia you Uh have an eighth grade education Uh uh-huh uh but you've for whatever reason you've been to every continent lived abroad for a while Mm -hmm. and you come back and you think america's the best i too am a fan of dolly parton (laughs) uh yeah that's okay you've seen it all you've traveled a bunch like, even if you're not a man of words. The people that you do get mad at for mm-hmm. thinking America's the best, mm-hmm. how do you know they've never been anywhere else? I just assume. Okay. I assume. I'm just asking questions. And I I'm don't just... let them sway me. Right. Even if they literally speak the words like, here's my passport and here are all the stamps. And I'm like, What? Are you showing me your Chuck E. Cheese loyalty card, you hayseed? Yeah. Gotcha. No, oh, that's that's how I feel about whatever I just said. And your speeding ticket. And my fucking speeding ticket. Yeah. My fucking speeding ticket. Yeah, that's what I deserve, Michael, for going a couple miles over. Because let's be real, I know how cops work. They don't pull you till you crack the 15 over because that makes it worth it to them. So pretty much for two fucking miles per hour, Michael, I get to lose like my day's income probably 
And then over the next three years, my insurance gets to skip to the looty da fuck my ass for however the fuck much they want to fuck it for. Just arbitrary. They get to do it because I'm too lazy to change. I'm not going to change to dodge whatever the hell it is, but it'll probably go up like, I don't know, 20 a month or some shit. So that pretty much will be between the ticket and let's just say 20 a month for three years close to a grand because i went two miles an hour and this fucking bitch cop was on my ass right then thanks for making the world a safer place lady you know like i remember the time oh was it last year when someone committed mail fraud against me and uh the post office didn't cover me and ebay didn't cover me And the cops wouldn't get off their lazy fucking asses to go to the address where the stolen package was sent. Why don't people have positive thoughts of, I don't know, corporations or government entities or law enforcement? Because they're all fucking pieces of shit. Everyone's a fucking piece of shit. Yet I'm the bad guy if I show enough gumption to buy a gun and go down there and settle things myself. Somehow, all of a sudden, the cops would be on me for going to the address that they're too fucking good to go to. Well, you got your money back from Best Buy. Best Buy randomly refunded me for the stolen Switch. I never did get the shipping back. And yeah, this was... How much was the shipping? About $50 because it was like two different units of shipping I paid for. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry, Michael, that you're so tickled that I'm upset that I paid $50 to ship a free Nintendo Switch to a thief. That that gets me in my sense of justice. (laughs) So happy I could bring mirth. That that (laughs) angers me on some level. Would you like to take $200 out of my pocket, Michael, and send it to a rapist somewhere? You said you've been shipping stuff to people, what, selling stuff online for like 10 years? That was near the twilight of it because like right after that, eBay started changing its policies and like demanding that I give them my social security number. So you lost 50 bucks over 10 years? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> what a, What is the really, what, what's, what's really going on, John? <laughs> I haven't had a blowjob from a woman that wanted to suck All right, good. Finally, in, we just get to the probably since Obama was in office. Part yeah. of all of this, yeah, yeah. Go get blown, like a good blowjob too. Yeah, 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 man. I know what you mean. Yeah, like where they're doing the hand job with the blowjob. No, like uh, where, where it's their idea. I mean, let's be real, just. To get my dick sucked without money changing hands, that would be. Oh, that's where you like, hey, all right, I'm going to put the money on the nightstand here. Yeah. Soon as the soon as these dollars hit the nightstand, yeah. I need you. Here to are your 300 roses, <laughs> madam. Yeah. I need you to commit to the following role. Yeah. Uh, you we, are a woman who has sex for money. We've been going out for a while. You're completely out of my league. I know. No, you're not really. Actually, yeah. I'm kind of out of your league. Let's yeah. be honest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I, but I, I just come home 
I've been working all day. I got a speeding ticket. Uh, I'm still not over this fiasco on eBay. Yeah. I'll explain it to you after I come. Uh, <laughs> um, I just need you to enthusiastically suggest, with lots of eye contact, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you need to go down on me. Yeah. And it's all you've been thinking about all day. Oh, and by the way, I'm not talking about the cock. And that's when I fold my ankles behind my head. Go down on that. Your butthole? Oh, yeah. Go All down right. on that. Whatever you pay for. Just <laughs> yeah. as long as she's game for it. I don't care. Whatever it is. Okay. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Right, ladies? Whoever's listening out there, the, the text the show. Call the show. Yeah. Tell me how amazed you are by my flexibility right before I receive my email. Yeah, yeah that is actually part of the fantasy, too. You, get, you can get your legs behind your ankles. <laughs> yep. Just fold like a sexual pretzel, like you, a sexual dying cockroach. Just tell the prostitute, I'm going to do what they call plow pose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I were a chick, this would be when's really When's the last hot. time you've been out with a lady? Like just on a date? A sure. Well, I mean, I got my one friend that I kind of hang with, but it's not really like... Is that dead in the water? I mean, it's like in that weird nebulous, we don't exactly date or any shit. You know, we chill sometimes. Are you guys just friends? I think if I get my own place... She listens to the show? Yeah, definitely. She does? Oh, yeah. Hi, friend! Hi, friend. Hi, special friend. Uh, We're in a weird... I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how to answer that. We haven't exactly. To me, the friendship line is crossed once, like, your erect penis has made an appearance. So, right now, we're Wait still friends. I mean, <laughs> that statement alone, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, your erect penis, like, uh, consensually made an appearance. Yeah, I'm not uh, a rapist, dude. She accidentally saw you trying to piss with morning wood like what are like, we talking so you're you're saying like phoebe cates in fast times no i'm just is saying more than like, friends with judge reinhold all right so friends aside yeah when's the last time you met somebody with, with where there was the prospect of like or the pretense that we are possibly interested in each other like uh coffee dates uh that Okay, in terms of like a date date, not like some weird thing that I've backdoored my way into or something. Right. We are talking, I am almost pushing a decade, I would say. Okay. Yeah. It has been an extremely long time since I put myself out. Like pretty much since I got with the ex when I got on Tinder in its infancy. Right. So you're talking like... 2013-ish or something are my last date dates. All right. Yeah. No, uh, no, no listeners of the show have, have, have emailed you or texted. Uh, We don't do enough marketing. Oh, like we don't, we have, unless I'm going to cream pie, Nate Gonzalez, which I might. He can put his ankles behind his head, too. Maybe we're just going to, like, bump our donuts like that. <laughs> what, uh, what, what is... 
If two vaginas rubbing together is scissoring, what is yeah. two buttholes rubbing up against each other? <laughs> Bliss. <laughs> Donutting. <laughs> Donutting. Donutting. Uh, I just donutted. Yeah, that's a big, you know, I'm trying to finally fix that shit. I've well, lost some weight. COVID. Moving out, hopefully. You'll be around some, yeah. Yeah, dude. Get your own place. I mean, we've said this a lot. I I always figured, because I'm weird in that I used to meet people online back when that carried a massive stigma. Like, it was what your right. fat, weird cousin did. It'd be like you'd laid. start chatting up someone online and then meet in person and might, might strike something up. And then there'd be the conversation. Okay, how do we tell people we've met? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not going to tell them I met you online. No, of course not. You're normal. And now it's like you said, like Bumble is like, uh, I need to like rent a Ferrari that I can stand in front of and take a picture. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so why? how about, have you, so you were talking earlier about, you're thinking about getting your own place. Yeah. Yeah. Just where, in this area. Where do you think you might be looking? Just. Where I got ticketed, if the area isn't too lost oh, to me, yeah, possibly a Falls Church, that kind of just an apartment just opened up down the hall. Oh, really? Yeah. How we much walked, is it a month here again? It. We walked by it. Um, I would say it's fifteen, sixteen hundred. I mean, it's not horrible. I'm looking at shit that's like thirteen to fourteen. So yeah, you're not gonna find anything decent. Under thirteen, and if you're paying thirteen, you're probably out of ways, or it's going to be a studio. A studio's not still not bad. I don't. Know. I mean, I, I might even suck it up and pay sixteen. Like after spending the better part of a couple years looking at New York, dude. Anything is better than that in terms of cost. Just anything. After the podcast, we should walk by the place. Well, like break into it. Huh? Just break into it. I know. I mean, the lights were on yesterday. I'm sure there there are available units in in, here, in this okay. building. I'll see what it is. Yeah, I, it's, you have a lovely place, other than the non functional air condition, which is the is worst. To work it? No, it's not cool in here at all. Hmm. It yeah, is literally. I've called the. I've called maintenance now. I think three times to fix it. It is more it. temperate. In the house of my mother, a 77-year-old woman with a bad thyroid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get online and make a maintenance request. So, <laughs> And then greet them with your ankles behind your head. We're going to fucking donut. <laughs> going to donut. Yeah. Donutted. Yeah, but that's... As I, I don't know, man, like fucking losing some weight. Like I finally feel like, oh, it's not ridiculous for me to try to get out there. You know what I mean? Like it's just Biggie Smalls, man. He was uh, 300 plus lazy eyed. He was like, you're going to love me anyway. Like, and he had sex with four women. Total ever. Yeah. Or just one hour one night <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah definitely like getting into shape and feeling better about yourself is a great way to boost 
self-esteem, but. And also that stuff you mentioned earlier in the episode. What? Fat rails of cocaine. Fat rails of cocaine, yeah. It will attract a certain type of girl. Mm -hmm. One that shares your focus. Can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's good to have things in common with a potential bow. I do believe, like, whatever you want to say, and and I've also found this just in dating again after marriage, uh, whatever we want to talk about politically as far as gender roles, mm-hmm. when it comes to dating, <laughs> you're supposed to pay. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be the provider. If you're not the provider... There's going to be resentment. And <laughs> I believe uh, all of what you're saying, by and, the way. You'll get, you'll get no dispute women out of me, sir. Do find a certain level of security attractive. And I often think to myself, like, it's just fucking nature. Like, peacocks spread their feathers, show what they got. Men have to do the same. Uh, there's a guy that I uh, am friends with who... Stephen Peacock. Oh, my God. His name's Stephen. Mm. <laughs> uh, so weird. Um, he doesn't listen to this sh- uh, thing. But uh, he's lonely as shit. He has more money than he knows what to do with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is cheap to a degree that is like... It's pathological. Like it, there's like okay. If there's a scale where Stephen is a one and you're a ten on the spendthrift scale, or do we want to make Stephen the ten and you're the one? Because you're you like let money flow, and I respect that. I do. Yeah, you just waste money. I wouldn't say you waste it. Like you live a decent life. Oh yeah. Where where am I between you and Stephen? That's my question. Oh, if Steven, like, if Steven's, like, pathologically cheap, like, like, no, no joke. Like, it is, um, he's not a hoarder. I've been to his place. Um, but it's, like, dingy. Okay. And he's gainfully employed. Okay. He has, one of his hobbies is the stock market. Like, he has a lot of money that he invests but he's, but he's so cheap. If you looked at him, like the shoes he wears, he has like tape on the bottom, like, and he'll he'll he's self admitted like he's cheap, and I'm like, dude, you're talking about that like, you're you're lonely. Spend some fucking money and show like, I'm sorry, but that's part of that's part of what it is. Like you, you have to show. Problem like, with dudes like that is huh? they they're lonely, but they somehow think like a woman they would be attracted to is going to meet them ninety percent of the they, way. They've there. seen too many romantic comedies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's like absolutely fucking no one is going to show up on your doorstep and yeah. be charmed by you, you uh, tape shoed motherfucker. Right. Yeah. Like he's going to take off his glasses, and the girl of his dreams is going to be like, "Oh, wait a second. Yeah, you've never." those eyes do you want to come meet my parents <laughs> yeah. um i thought it was weird you, you had like yeah i mean there are women out there and different levels of it but at the at the same time like the women that you want to attract and that you like mm-hmm. you, you gotta you gotta you gotta show you gotta fucking play the game a little bit yeah 
Or it will never happen. <laughs> okay, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I sorry, I'm not into people that are physically unappealing. Mm-hmm. And I as I get older, I'm also But I'm saying like more you, into like sane people, you know. So but I'm saying what you what you are sitting on is a mountain of like untapped potential. I like this. I and and I'm I'm saying like you have like very easy steps that you can take where you can fucking level Cue up. Cue the changing room montage. Yeah, you can level up pretty quickly. Okay. Own place. Yeah. Is a huge one. Yeah. And then uh, I think own place is a huge one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't fuck on dinosaur sheets. Right. Cool. All right, we'll do that. I'll I'll do that leveling up. And uh, I don't know, maybe there's a chance that not living in the house of an elderly hoarder as my cat scream at me 24-7, vomit on my sheets, will help me. fucking wonders to your own subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. You will, you will change and not even realize you're changing. Yeah. But what if, what if I like become like a good person and I start like a homeless shelter or something? What are you talking about? Thank God, <laughs> that's that was a concern. Are you serious? I'm. Yeah, I, I want to just be like a slightly better version of me, the current piece of shit. I mean, I wait. So you're. This is kind of actually interesting because people that get sober sometimes are afraid that they're going to turn into like some sort of robotic monk. Mm-hmm. Um. So you're. That sounds like a great action movie, by the way. Robotic <laughs> yeah. He was built in Shaolin, China. <laughs> I am a live master. All right. Um. <laughs> uh. Wait. So you are. Afraid that uh, now I just want to do. Now I just want to do robotic monk. Yeah. Uh, just do so the rest of the episode as Robot Monk. You're, you're afraid that if you improve your life, you're going to become a goody two-shoes? No, I was mostly fucking around. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to assassinate well, no, this I mean, bit. Yeah. I, well, no, actually, like, there is... No, something. there are people that go into things worried that they will change too much if they try hard. Like, I, the example I always use is... Uh, Schwarzenegger in his encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding said people would walk up to him and be like, Hey, you know, like I want to train, but I don't want to get like too muscular. And he's like, no one goes into like golf practice saying like, Hey, I don't want to get as good as tiger woods. Like it's just fucking assumed, but like do your goddamn best and maybe you'll be like a little better. So like, yeah. Okay. Me moving out is probably not going to radically change me into this dynamo of accomplishment. No. I, you know, I was uh, talking to my folks today, and, I mean, since you've known me, mm-hmm. which has been all post-divorce, you've seen And I've my, only known you sober as well. Yeah. You, I, you came on my radar your one-year sober-versary. Oh, Be, really? Yeah, because Sean 
was like, hey, my my former oh. erstwhile partner is, you know, sober and like <clears throat> he wants to hang out. Like, can you watch the theater for the weekend? Oh, right, right. And I was like, OK, cool. And then I met you like, I guess you guys fucked. Right. And pretty soon after that, he started bringing you around the theater. And I was like, oh, this is the legendary Michael Johnson. And you're just this chill guy that gave me cigarettes. I'm like, he's good in my book. <laughs> um, but like, uh, what was I, I, I was getting at is that, oh, I was talking to my folks today about the uh, period of time where I lived in my office, which you knew me then, too. Yeah, I remember that. And one of the things I was telling them is like, like <clears throat> since I've moved into the place I'm in now. Yeah. Which is awesome. By the way, <laughs> like, I'm not, it is not lost on me how much gratitude I, I have for this place, but even just being like fucking showered and clean and like, yeah, like going to work in the morning as a cheap piece of shit. I just want to say, what never made sense to me about that was like you weren't saving money because like a couple nights a week you would just go to a hotel for like two hundred dollars. Oh, I, I was no, the, I was getting deals on apartment dot uh, on, on hotel tonight on back pages. Yeah, no, I was saving. I saved quite a bit. Did you really? Okay, yeah, never mind. I, I actually paid off a huge credit card bill. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, fuck so my idiot mouth. What's that? I said, fuck my idiot mouth. Um, but no, I would, yeah, I'd get on hotel tonight just because, like, what I wasn't paying in rent, I was like, I can afford 75 bucks to go sleep at the Westin and <laughs> get a nice, good night. And sleep. wake up to a lovely muffin. Yeah, well, and also wake up to a shower. and Yeah. But I had all that at the office and stuff, but it wasn't convenient. And... uh <coughs> I think the same thing would happen for you. Like, it would not be lost on you, and pretty pretty quickly after you got a place, made it your own, you would feel a level of happiness that you haven't experienced experienced in quite a long time. Dude, I've never lived alone. Really, I, my every living situation has been with a roommate or roommates. Like, my most recent one, I really. Yeah, dude, I've only, okay, I'm not going to count college because I feel like I was just a bumbling babe back then. But like, yeah, from like 25 to 26 or something, I lived with just one dude in a one, uh, two be a one bedroom condo. He was my special friend. Mm -hmm. No, it was a two bedroom condo. Um, and after that, I moved into a townhouse with a couple that I knew from work and my brother. That was probably the most space I had, but like, again, the common area wasn't mine. I willingly conceded it. I almost always conceded common areas. I pretty much was like, is there a door that I can put like a real lock on so I can fucking masturbate in peace? You know, <laughs> like really, you can't get cute with a fucking paperclip and bust in on me dick in hand. Right. So like a psychopath that was literally my first move every place i moved in because i'm a locksmith so like he would see me with the impact driver 10 minutes in just like <laughs> okay and uh yeah and my most recent place was back in like 2015 with a, a 
chick that I was friends with who turned out to be a horrible piece of shit who robbed me for several hundred bucks at the end. And I showed up like, I'm not exaggerating, maybe eight hours after she first started moving her shit. And by the time I got there, she had done the entire living room with like photos of her with her friends. And it was like, uh, do I live here too? It was just, and then I got screamed at for the next 14 months that like I was leaving shit out, uh, you know, which meant like I literally might've had like a knife in the sink type mm-hmm. stuff. And it was, I was just made to feel like so unwelcome in the place where I was paying half the fucking rent and yeah. it sucked. So I, I literally cannot fathom having my own place. And that is where, circling back to me worrying that I'll change as a person, I think it will be fascinating to see if living in a space without my mom and her shit and even the stupid cats running around, if I'm just immediately like, oh, like I so desperately want a woman in my life to help fill some of this. Or if I'm, I mean, possibly, or if I'm just like, I want my friends here all the time slash. I want to see my friends all the time. Or maybe I'll just get real into porn. I would. No, I mean, I think like the first two options, not to say the third option couldn't happen. Yeah. But (laughs) watch me go. I don't think anything. I don't think anything as far as you involving people into your life whether it's you want a woman around or you want your friends around, it's still going to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think it's coming from a place of crazy. If anything, it's me cutting out some crazy and then being like, oh, this horrible thing, I call her mom, was uh, filling so many parts of your life that now you can fill with people that are more of your choosing than, you know. I think this is about carving out your identity. Like, it's time. Yeah. It is time. Yeah. That's about it. And I also worry if this is all all just mania brought on by my caffeine chugging and the instant. It might might be. I, I doubt it. But none of it's bad mania. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not down in ac right no, you're, now you're talking about doing doing things that you've been I wanting to do, 10 to do years for ago. a long time yeah exactly if this is mania then bring it the fuck on cool well should we leave to go donut each other yeah man all right uh michael thanks buddy yeah man always a pleasure thank you and thank uh thank you hopefully in the next couple of weeks eva will finally heal up from the fire Yes, Eva. A lot of people don't know that Eva actually is a pyromaniac. Yeah, and don't know if you've ever seen the film Backdraft, but mm-hmm. or, Backdraft. Or, or the Eric Stoltz vehicle mask. Yeah, she uh, the fi- the fire masked at her. <laughs> <laughs> it gave her extra chromosomes. <laughs> Yeah, there was a chemical reaction. It made Cher her mom. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) That was my Cher impression. (laughs) Do you believe in love? love? Oh, I'm going to bring it back full circle. (laughs) Homer's (laughs) song. 
Too hippy, too red, too broke, or too right. <laughs> I sound like Kermit the Frog trying to do share. That's uh, singing Seven Mary Three. <laughs> That's one of my my favorite uh, Reddit posters, handles, gypsies, dykes, and thieves. I'm like, funny. <laughs> <sighs> All right, uh, everyone out there, you can follow me at uh, at. M-I-K-A-E-L-L-J-O-H-N. And? And Mr. Bingeworthy. And um, now that it's just become a tradition, I hope to hear from Nate Gonzalez at some point after this 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 episode is aired inside his Brenda brain. Bren, you talk to Michael, too. Who's Brenda Bren? She's my other listener. Oh, wait, in California? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. sent you the uh, cheese wheel? A lot of gifts. Sausages. I've talked to Brenda Brown a few times. She's good. Good people. Yeah. All right. Reach out, people. I yeah. need friends. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like More pe- than Brenda Brown and Nate. Let's get a third person in the mix. Yeah. Just anyone. Tom Puppet. You do it. Just reach out. I don't need friends like people need friends. I need friends like... Um, what? The analogy just like the desert needs the rain. Seven Mary Three. (laughs) All right. Hmm. I'm Michael. I'm. I'm Mikey Puss. I'm Tate Donovan. That's a flawless impression, sir. Hi, I'm Tate Donovan. Everybody, keep going. Hey. I'm TV and Films Tate Donovan. Guys, we have a great guest on the show. Tate Donovan? Yeah. Me? Tate Donovan? <laughs> What's up, TD? Uh, you know, just being Tate Donovan. God, that is an uncanny impression. Yeah. Been working on it for a while. Hmm. I wish I had one inch of that talent. Just one? Just one. About Kid? six inches of it. <laughs> I would imagine Tate. I don't know. Tate Donovan might have a huge dong. It depends on the height. He's one of those like so. Just by being like a like a gawky white guy, mm-hmm. he's not guaranteed to have shit. But if you told me like Tate Donovan was like six foot seven, I'd be like, all right, law of averages. He's got a fairly long, narrow piece. Right. No girth. Just. I wonder who the tallest porn star is. Dikembe Mutombo? Did he make a tape? No. Do we want to just start with this, or are we starting with other things? Or? Uh, we can start however you want. Well, we can just start with this, then. I mean, the Tate stuff was fun, but now it's just quiet. Uh, hold on. I'm looking up something important. Okay. Did you put in the word puss? Mm. To ask Jeeves? Yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, just hold on one second. Look. Gotta get to the bottom of this pussy mystery. Well... All right, I'm done. Nobody freakishly tall.
in porn. Yeah. We can just stick this at the end if I remember to. Sure. Sure. <coughs> Let's just wait for a second. Just wait. Hmm? 